Thanks for tuning in to Mountain View Fellowship's weekly podcast with lead pastor Don Headley. At MVF, our mandate is pointing people to Jesus by fostering relationships. We know Jesus cared for people and placed a lot of emphasis on relationships, so we do too. We believe that we're created for relationship with God and that He gave each one of us a desire to belong. If you'd like more information about MVF, connect with us at mvfcolorado.com. Now, stay tuned for this week's message. Hey, MVF family, Merry Christmas. I hope you're having a very blessed Christmas morning. We are going to be in Luke chapter 2 this morning for a very short time, but I want to encourage you, go ahead and grab your Bibles, head over to Luke chapter 2, just the first 16 verses. And for the kids, if you remember, Miss Darcy did a scavenger hunt during the countdown. She had you gather a whole bunch of items. I want you to grab those items and lay them out in front of you because we're actually going to look at those items and tie those to the traditional Christmas story to see what they represent this morning. And so let's take a look at this. In Luke chapter 2, it says, starting in verse 1, At that time, the Roman emperor, Augustus, decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for the census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. Now, one of the items that Miss Darcy had you find was a pair of very comfortable shoes. And the reason she did that is because that represents this trip that Joseph and Mary would have to take. They were coming all the way from from Nazareth, all the way down south to Bethlehem. And if you don't know how far that trip is, it's about 90 miles. It's an incredibly long travel. I, I can't believe that they would walk that far. You would need some very comfortable shoes. And the problem is they didn't have shoes like what you guys have. They don't have number one Jordans. All they had, if they were lucky, were some sandals, maybe uh, some leather that was strapped around their foot. Now, most scholars believe that it would take them about four days if they just walked solid to make this trip. But we know that it took longer. Why? Well, because the conditions were a little different. Um, they, they didn't have comfortable shoes, and we know that Mary was very pregnant, because you're going to read about it here in just a minute. She gave birth to a child as soon as they got there, so she was, she was about to bust. like She had this baby that was ready to come, and so she wouldn't be able to travel very far. She wouldn't be able to, oh man, she wouldn't be able to run. She would have to walk very slowly, and if, if Joseph was lucky, he would be able to have a, maybe a mule and a cart to carry her in, and that would take some time. And so most people believe that they were on the road probably around eight days to make this trip. That's a long, long time to be walking. Now, some of you, I know as I'm talking this morning, even though it's Christmas morning, some of you are very weary. You've had a very, very tough year. And the reason for that is because you're about 75 miles into a 90-mile journey. Maybe it's because of a job, or maybe it's because of a friend moving away, or the loss of somebody that you loved, and it's been a very, very difficult journey for you. I want to encourage you this morning. Stay strong. Don't give up faith. God is with you. He has never left you, and He will actually bring you to the place that He wants you to go. He will complete the work that He started in you. How do I know that? Because that's exactly what he did for Mary and Joseph. He made, he made it to where they could make it all the way from Nazareth to Bethlehem, even though they didn't have great comfortable shoes, and Mary was really pregnant. 
Look at verse six. It says, and while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. I remember a little girl that was hearing this for the very first time, and she was probably putting herself in Mary's sandals. And she said, she gave birth to God? Ouch, that had to hurt. And I believe she's probably correct. This was Mary's first child. And she wasn't in a hospital, and she wasn't even at home. She was in a stable. If you don't know what a stable is, a stable is where they would keep animals. And so Miss Darcy had you find some hay or some straw or some dead grass. That represents the surroundings where Mary and Joseph were at. Those were the surroundings that they would bring this baby Jesus into the world. She also had you find a baby doll or maybe your favorite special stuffed animal or stuffy. If you have that, um, that's to represent this baby Jesus that they brought into the world. This Savior, as we're going to find out in a minute, was so important. Um, As we continue with the story, we go from the stable out into the fields. The the story shifts, and, and we read this. That night, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified. Now, she had you find something white. Remember that? That's to signify the angels coming to the shepherds. And the reason it's white is because it says here that the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. In the middle of the night, all of a sudden it became like day. It was so bright. And it says that they were terrified. They must have been so scared because these messengers from God had come and they had appeared to them and and it became like day in the middle of the night. Um, It says in verse 10, but the angel assured them, don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. Remember, Miss Darcy had you find a towel or a sheet. That's to represent these strips of cloth. And it's interesting because I'm sure Mary, as, as a new mother of her firstborn child, probably wanted something better to wrap her baby in. But all she had were these strips of cloth that they would cut and they would wrap the baby so that they could keep him warm and keep him you know, swaddled. And what's interesting is though she probably thought that wasn't good enough, it's one of the things that the angels used to tell the shepherds to look for so that they could, they could find Jesus. This would signify that he was the right baby, that he was the son of God. And then a concert breaks out. It says in verse 13, suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. Remember, Miss Darcy had you pick out a special gift. She said it wasn't the most expensive. It would, the, it would be the gift that would mean the most to you. I, I hope that you were able to take a picture of that and post it online and hopefully post it to the kids' MVF page because we definitely want to see those. But I also, more importantly, I hope that you were able to share with your parents or whoever gave you that gift why that gift was so special to you. Now, even as special as that gift was, I want you to know, no matter which gift you selected, there's one that's even more special. 
this baby Jesus, the, the one that we're reading about this morning. Jesus was the most special gift that was ever received. And this gift wasn't just for Mary and Joseph and it wasn't just for the shepherds, but it was for all of us. Now, what did the shepherds do when they found out about this amazing gift though? In verse 15, it says, when the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. Let me ask you, what do you do when somebody gives you a gift? Do you put it on a shelf and never open it, or do you throw it away? No, no, you know that, right? Because this morning when you got a gift, what did you do? You tore into it, right? You opened it up, and that's exactly what the shepherds did. They didn't just hear about Jesus, this amazing gift, and go, okay, well, that's nice. No, they said, let's go find this present. Let's go, let's go find this baby, this Savior that's been born in a manger. And they went, and it says that they found Jesus. They found him. Now, for all of us this morning, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I pray that this day, of all days, Christmas, that you would seek him. Because Scripture promises us that if you seek him, you will find him. I pray that for the rest of us, if you do know Jesus, that you'll find Jesus. Maybe it's in the smile. Maybe it's in the hug of a loved one. Maybe it's in a quiet moment this morning. But I pray that you're looking for Jesus on this Christmas day and that you find him. I pray that every one of us this Christmas, like the shepherds, would take some time to seek Jesus and find him. May God bless this Christmas day for you and your family. We love you guys. Merry Christmas.